We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Welcome back to the P1FCU Kibbe Dome here on the Takeoff to Kickoff show. The Idaho Vandals getting ready for their quarterfinals matchup tonight. It's the playoffs. The Vandals hosting Albany, And it's time now for our Where Are They Now segment, which is sponsored by the Clearwater River Casino and Lodge on Highway 95, just east of Lewiston, the Clearwater River Casino. Play and try your chance of winning with over 600 games, restaurants, sports bar, and lodge, and the most live entertainment in the region. In the Clearwater River Casino. Play, stay, get away. And we have got a special treat this week, joined by former Vandal standout Spencer Folau, who not only had an outstanding Idaho career on the line, both the, on the offensive line and the defensive line during his time in a Vandal uniform from 91 to 95, but went on to play in the NFL for a number of seasons with Baltimore, Miami, and New Orleans. Won a Super Bowl with that great 2000 Ravens team. And Spencer, thanks so much for taking the time to chat today. Let's jump into things right here. The Vandals tonight are looking to make the semifinals for just the third time in school history and for the first time since you were on the team 30 years ago. What do you remember about that 1993 season that included such a deep playoff run? Oh, so many memories. I mean, you can't believe it's been 30 years. But uh, yeah, we, we had a great regular season. I believe we beat Montana that year. That was the team to beat at Boise State as well. That was our fierce rival back then. And just to, I, I believe, beat Austin U at home and then go down to Louisiana, had a big win down there. And then we finally made it to Youngstown State. And it was, uh, I play, I was on the D-line. I think I was hurt at the time. Uh, but to play at Youngstown State, who was always in the top 10, 
that was big time. And uh, I just remember having that walkthrough on that Friday afternoon, 50 degrees, beautiful. The next day, Clipper comes through. It's minus 20. Playing Youngstown State, it was an eye-opening experience. They were a very good team, and I, I believe we lost by like 10. But that was the last time we were in the semifinals. So it was kind of cool to watch this U of I team uh, turn it around and uh, hope, hopefully they can push past Albany and make it to semis. Well, this team tried. This team tried to make its mark in history, just like you and your teammates did. And I know the '93 season definitely a highlight of it. But just overall, when you think back to your time in Moscow and playing for the University of Idaho, what are your favorite memories as a Vandal? Oh, just the camaraderie, the teammates. Um, I had the same roommate, Jim Mills, who was a you know all-American tackle, offensive tackle for five years. You know, just just being around the guys and and still. You know, on group chats with the same guys 30 years later, Jim Mills, Josh Scudder, Jason Schelt, um, Ryan Phillips, Dan Zemer, the Zinc Twins. Like, that's what it's all about is just that camaraderie, the teammates. Years later, still on a group chat talking about every play during every game. You know, I might not put in my tweets or my, you know, stats in there, but I, I love to listen to these guys go back and forth. And it just, you know, keeps me in touch with uh, what's going on in, in Moscow. I love to hear it, and your path took you to a very successful NFL career, but it's uh, neat to hear that uh, you still keep in touch with your teammates like that. And my understanding is it wasn't that long ago that you were able to to come back to the Palouse and uh, and to revisit again, even though life is taking you to the East Coast now? Absolutely. Yeah, I brought the family. My wife's family lives in Wenatchee, and then we went and saw some family of mine in Spokane, and Two of our kids down, which are, uh, they, at the time they were, my daughter's 22 now, my son's 20. They're both in college and, or graduated college. But then we have a 10 year old. So to come back and show the kids Moscow was pretty cool because we had, my wife and I hadn't been back since 1996 when we graduated. So it was cool to kind of show them around, walk around campus, show them the Kibbe Dome. We got to go inside and just show them where it all started and, you know, kind of where I met my wife. You know, at University of Idaho when I was 20 years old, and it was cool to go back and, and show them where we went to uh, college. Well, I love it. And you went on to have such a successful career in the NFL, of course, uh, highlighted by being part of that Super Bowl team for the Baltimore Ravens in 2000. Uh, but for you, I don't, I would tell me if I'm wrong here, but it wasn't a given that you were going to go on and have a long NFL career. You had to work your tail off to get to that point. Uh, how did your path lead you from Idaho to getting the opportunity to play in the NFL? Absolutely. I mean, I go to Idaho as a D lineman. You know, as a just kind of, a, I probably got the last scholarship. I think John L said, um, kind of funny story, but to come there as a defensive lineman and for him to move me to the offensive line after a good sophomore year and to play junior and senior as an offensive lineman, saying that he I, he thought I would have a chance to make it in the NFL, he was correct. I, I went undrafted, but I was an undrafted uh, free agent to the Baltimore Ravens here in 1996. And from then on, it was one year at a time. I had to go play in Europe in 1997 with the Rhine Fire. Came back, which is year by year. I had to make the team. I was, I was probably the 50th guy to make it on the team. And then in 2000, finally caught a break and uh, you know, signed a two-year tender for, for the Ravens. And then moved on to Miami. I won a Super Bowl, obviously, in 2000, which was a great team. Great to be a part of. Um, then moved on to Miami for a year. Then finished it up with uh, the New Orleans Saints for about four years. 
What a great career. And you're on that Super Bowl team. And that's not just a Super Bowl team. That is a historically good team uh, that you were a part of. Uh, where's that Super Bowl ring these days? Is that something? Does that uh, still get slipped on your finger all the time? Do you have a display case when uh, you're one of just the few people in the world who have a Super Bowl ring? There's not many of you. Uh, where does that thing hang out these days? Well, I don't tweet it covered right behind me in my kitchen. I keep it kind of high, like on the fourth. It's like about eight feet high up in a cupboard. It's just kind of with my, I find some watches and some stuff up there. So it's not, you know, I bring it out once in a while when we go to, to, to some events to show it off and kind of, you know, let the people of Baltimore see it. And when they see it, it's just so cool for them to, you know, let them hold it, take a picture with it. And, you know, for them, it was just, a, you know, fun ride for them as it was for us that year. Cause we went from nine, I was born 12 here, 96. We were really bad. You kind of turned it around in 1999. We were 8-8. Eight and eight. And then 2000 made that a great run. Uh, and beat the Giants 34-7 in the 2000 Super Bowl. And beat uh, your old teammate Ryan Phillips in that game, too. So you have uh, bragging rights with your former Vandal teammate for, for kind of all time with that, right? Do you still bring that up to him? Uh, yeah, I think one time I brought it up. But, you know, I tried not to <laughs> rub it in his face. <laughs> But he's a great guy, and uh, you know he was on the Giants at the time. But it, it was good to kind of like talk to him that the week of because you're down there for a week practicing. But yeah, don't want to rub it in his face. But you know, we're, we were teammates at Idaho, and that's all that mattered. That's pretty neat to think that you two were uh, in the trenches together here in Moscow at the University of Idaho. And then uh, you, you blink and you guys were competing against each other in the Super Bowl. Well, I know for you that uh, uh, life now is now in, in the Baltimore area. Can you tell us, uh, uh, it sounds like a family's great, life is good. What keeps you busy these days? Oh, yeah. Um, it took me a couple of years off. I retired and uh, played from 1996 to 2006. Um Kind of, I, I kind of did pregame, postgame for the Ravens, the you know, radio, and you know, 2008 and nine, and in 2009 I started coaching here. I was an adjunct coach at McDonough School here in town. It's like a private pre K through 12 school, co-ed, and then I've just been there ever since. Kind of been full time there for the last 12 years, and our kids have gotten to go to school there, which has been a great honor. And we still have a fourth grader there, and I coach the O line. I've been the O line coach there for four, uh, 15 years now, so. It's been a you know unbelievable experience to kind of pass on my knowledge from all the football that I've learned from all the great coaches in Idaho and, and in the NFL and, and kind of show these kids what you know hard work and dedication to the team and become a great teammate is all about. Well, those kids are lucky to have you as a coach. That is for sure. Uh, this one tonight going to be late your time, 7 o'clock Pacific, 10 o'clock Eastern. It was the same case last week. Uh, have you been keeping tabs on the program? You've been having fun uh, following from afar all the success that the Vandals have had, not only this year, but uh, they really these two years under Jason Eck. Absolutely. You know, if we can't watch it, I always record it. This past game, I recorded it. I didn't even know what happened. It was one o'clock or one thirty when the game ended here. But I, I right away when I woke up, I turned it on and I kind of couldn't believe the overtime game. But the Vandals, you know, really pulled it out and a great block field goal and and then the, you know in overtime, you know, great stop on by the defense, great interception, and then come back with a big field goal at the end. It's really cool to watch and and see the Kimmy Dome come alive. Well, Spencer, it's been a treat catching up with you today. We really appreciate the time. Uh, thanks so much. And it is always great uh, to chat with a fantastic former Vandal like yourself. So again, uh, thank you for taking the time to visit. Thanks, Chris. And go Vandals. 
Again, that is former Vandal standout Spencer Folau. Went on to play in the NFL for a number of seasons with the Ravens, the Saints, the Dolphins. Played in over 90 games, made over 40 starts. Was part of that 2000 Super Bowl winning team with Baltimore. Well, that does it for our Where Are They Now segment this week. We'll take a quick timeout. When we return, we'll continue to get you ready for the start of today's playoff matchup here at the P1FCU Kibbe Dome. Idaho hosting New Albany in the quarterfinals. You're listening to the Idaho Vandals Radio Network from Learfield.